Hi, world. Hi, world. Hi. Welcome to episode one of Rollin' 420's podcast, the D&D Stoner Show. Well, we've got a couple of couple of doobies, some dice, and we're ready to play some D&D. I'm Jonah. I'll be the DM here. I made this world, and I'm going to put these players through uh, the horrible, sadistic story I've made. Um, oh, yeah. And if anyone's curious, D&D, yes, is Stranger Things game. You, you came Stranger. to the right place. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, we've got uh, some great people around the table with me today. Uh, to my left here, I have... Uh, this wonderful player, if you'd like to introduce your character for us. I'm Anchorage. I'm a half-elf um, rogue paladin. I grew up on the in the streets of Tempt. Uh, you know, my family was poor, so, you know, I, I, I learned to steal, learned to, learned to make my way in the world. Uh, but then I wanted to change my ways, so I, I moved to uh, from the Stormlands to Stonehive, and I, I joined the Church of Agoth and became a paladin. Uh, but now I've, I've been restationed um, in the Kattegat. Yeah. As a, as a, a sort of sheriff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then right next to uh, our wonderful Anchorage is our guest for today. Eris Emberwalker. It is very nice to meet you all. <laughs> uh. I am a half-elf druid, also from the Stormlands, but actually from the upper crust, um, from a more upper-class family, Um, but I decided to choose a life of crime instead. Much more fun, much more adrenaline that way, I see it. Anchorage and I actually go way back as children. We were running around the Stormlands together, and I got a taste for the more under- world yeah. but now i am also in just Kattegat as a criminal yeah you the two of you uh yes. you grew up together and now you found yourself on in the, the same place side. again on in the center of the world mm-hmm. in this crazy like monster habitat that you're staying in yes um and then finally over here our other standard if you'd like to introduce your character for us my character's name is right into the mic for us. <laughs> Just make sure that I really know what your character's name is. Sorry, the magic is coursing through me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and all of my arcane focus just to be with you right now. My presence is needed elsewhere. Um, it's okay. They came to a show called Rolling Fort. I knew what they were getting in. No, we're all sober. Right? Uh, <laughs> all right. My character, uh, my name is Tomond. Tomond Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> my, I am a dragonborn warlock. My patron stole away my name and gave me a new one based on his favorite warriors, brothers from another dimension. I don't know. He observes them frequently, I suppose. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's Tomond. Tomond. Tomond Jerry. Yes. Like first name <laughs> Tomond, last name Jerry. Yes. Okay. Yep. Cool. Just making sure I got that. Okay. 
but I'm a dragon born from <laughs> Stonehive, the lowest reaches. Um, and I was, I was small then. I'm pretty big now. I'm about a five ten. Uh, five going strong, five ten. That's that's short for a dragonborn. Isn't yeah, that's it? actually kind of short for a dragonborn. Oh it? well, I don't see any other dragonborn around here that are taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> but anyways, I grew up in the lower reaches of the of the stone hives, and um, I can say that they are the worst place to grow up. <laughs> There is very little childcare there. <laughs> Isn't that what makes it so fun, though? No, that does not make no. it fun. <laughs> but from there, I went on and pursued um, higher education, and now I am a researcher here. Ooh, that's great. I mean, with a cast like this, how you guys can how can you guys not be excited? Okay. Wow, isn't that convenient? All three player characters here today are all in the Kattegat. Wow. Uh, wow. How about that? I mean, that, if that doesn't give you an idea of where we're going to start this Hell campaign, yeah. I don't know what will. Anchorage, we're going to go ahead and start with you. You uh, wake up with a start. You'd fallen asleep in your rocking chair that you keep in your little sheriff's office. You just woken up from a very strange dream bits of bits and pieces of it just floating around in your mind horrific imagery of uh, a sick creature and someone you recognized from town but now that you're awake you can't quite put a name to them but anchorage you uh you start awake from this strange dream and you can't help feel like it was maybe prophetic in nature and you're just really trying to hold on to those details before they slip away when god damn it the little exposition halfling walks in gilbert goggins he's this plump little red-haired halfling where he's got like the size of his head shaved a little bit into a bit of a faux hawk he's got a little belly which he keeps a nice little green vest tucked around and he comes in and he looks about me and goes, Anchorage, oh, there you are. Where are you sleeping, mate? Are uh, you... I, I haven't woken you, have I? Well, now that you're awake, I actually, I, I, had some, I had some business I've been wanting to discuss with you. You know, since you're new in town and all, and I'm the exposition halfling. I figured I'd better swing around and have a chat with you. Damn it, Gilbert. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. This can't wait. <laughs> uh, okay. Go, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm ready. Well, I, ready or not, here I come. Because I've got some things to talk about with you. Because you know, this, the Kattegat, you know, it's not like anywhere else. And since you're the sheriff of it, you're really going to have to know it. You think you can handle that? Gilbert, you... Gilbert, no, 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 don't Gilbert me. Don't Gilbert me. Gilbert, I'm... Gilbert, you gave me no information in that statement. Look, look, look. No, here. Oh, it. don't worry. I've got more. I've got more. And the Kattegat, <laughs> trust me, I've been here for a while. <laughs> you gotta be ready for anything. Now, I know you're a big shot paladin and you've been dealing with monsters your whole life. But you've been dealing with monsters out there in your world. 
You've been experiencing the damage they can do when they escape into your world. Now you're in the Kattegat. This is their world, son. They know it better than anywhere. And trust me, I've been here a long time. I know what I'm talking about. It, there's really, it's really not a safe place for humanoids to be at all. This is just, this place is genuinely awful. It's, you have to understand, the monsters, they're going to be stronger here. They're going to know the terrain better. Do you think you're really prepared for that? And I mean, the people that have to move here. Oh, God. You know, it, most of them don't want to be here at all. They're, they're all just chased here by the oppressive powers that rule the rest of the world, you know. <laughs> like the King Richard, for example. Take King Richard. You know him. The one, the, the hierarchical monarch of Duslamba at the moment. You know, he really just doesn't realize how much refugees have to move here when he flexes his power to the other smaller nations just to remind them that, you know, he's the ruler of the world or whatever. And, you know, well, what happens to all those people that gotta go somewhere and, you know, they come here? Are you ready to, to, to defend those people, Sheriff? Do you even know how to defend those people? How about, how about people who, who are offset by the Farland Delva, the, or the Golden Fathers, you know, the dwarves who live in Stonehive. Golden Fathers, they call themselves. But because uh, they made the world and built these cities, uh, that gives them no right to, to them. They gave the cities to us. And now, now they're trying to take them back and... Well, where, where are the people who live in those cities going to go? Well, they're, they're going to come here, you know, like me. That's what happened. Us and the Gorgons, we, we used to live up in Stonehive until the dwarves came in. They went, oh, we lost our city, Kattegat, and now it's a monster hunting ground. So we're going to take yours. And what are the halflings going to do? Well, I guess they got to go clean up the dwarves' mess. Golden fathers, more like golden shitters. Am I right, Anchorage? Yeah, dude. Oh, but you know that's not even the worst of it. The worst? It's the damn Church of Agoth. They've outlawed all religions except for the worship of the sun and of Agoth, right? That, that's just, that's just evil, you know. Those priests, Gilbert. if it were up to me... He like stops and like looks at you as though he's like just remembered who he's talking to. And that brings me to how I am so grateful that the Church of Agoth has sent you here to protect us from the monsters. I really, I, it's so wonderful that you're here. And I'm guilty of the exposition, halfling. And I, I feel like I should probably be be stepping out by now. Was that all you wanted to tell me, Gilbert? Yes, I just thought I'd give you a little piece of inconsistent accent, old man's advice, and then be on my way. I've noticed tensions seem to have risen a little bit uh, with my last statements, and and I, I... Oh! 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 And he, like, turns around, and he, like, just starts walking towards the door while going, Oh! Ah! Oh! Oh, <laughs> like it's the door and starts closing it behind thanks, him. Thanks for thanks for coming, Gilbert. Oh, anytime. Closes the door behind him. Oh wow, what 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 would I do without an exposition halfling? Explain the backstory. 
Yeah, but like, <laughs> not through the voice of an annoying little halfling. I love Gilbert. <laughs> I love a little annoying halfling. <laughs> um, Anchorage, you look around and you notice that your partner is not here. Um, maybe since you overslept, they've already headed out to deal with something. I'm gonna get dressed. You're gonna get dressed. Okay. Go out. All right, Anchorage, you. Put on your sheriff's uniform. What does what does that look like? What is, what uh, are your, so what's your sheriff? my sheriff's uniform is uh, uh, very common clothes, uh, but with a, a a belt and a big shiny symbol of Agoth <laughs> clipped right onto the front. Uh, and I, I got a uh, a short sword at my side, on the other side from the clip. And I'm my hair up, cause I'm I mean business. You mean business. You get all dressed up. You crack your knuckles. You're ready to go protect this damn town. You throw open the door of your sheriff's office and you look out onto the town that you've been delegated to protect, the town of Stumphold, a sleepy, small, mostly gnome and fey village. That is cradled in this like uh, uh, clearing of trees, so all the edges of the town are just brush and trees going straight up to a canopy above. Um, there's lots of little uh, houses carved into these like old growth trees that are just super squat and stout. It's perfect for the smaller folk to live in. And then there's, you know, there's a good spread of other species too that are more on the larger side and they've got these little constructed shacks out of like bits of mushroom and wood and stuff it's all very like new and kind of temporary uh people in the Kattegat often have to move around because monsters will find their hiding spots and destroy them and then they'll have to find somewhere new that's protected but so far Stumphold has never been breached it's a relatively new encampment, but as long as you're sheriff here, you don't plan on letting that record break. I guess I want to go. Would I? Would I know of any spots that Eris would normally go? Um, Eris, as a uh, master of the arcane, would likely be patroning uh, Bellamy's treasure trove which is a known uh, magic art shop. Um, he also might be at the Hard Garden, which is the medieval equivalent of the dispensary in this town that uh, grows all sorts of like exotic plants that you might need. That's the Hard Garden. Um, either of those, Eris Amber Walker, seems very likely to be at. <laughs> either trying to get magic shit from Bellamy or... Lighten up at the Heart Garden. I'm gonna um, go to the Heart Garden. Uh, you go to the Heart Garden. This is one of the uh, more like established buildings. The walls are even made of stone and mortar, built up with all these vines growing along it. And then up across the ceiling, you or up across the roof, you can't even see the shingles anymore because it's just this bed of like flowering vines. Um, and there's just a little painted sign just placed kind of in the ivy up against the wall that just says the hard garden. It's very just 
rudimentary, just getting the message across. There's not a lot of need for advertising in the Kattegat. Like, there's only... You either know it or you don't. You know it or you don't know it. I'm I'm just going to cruise right in. All right, you head on in, and uh, the uh, proprietor of this... Uh, establishment this little garden here this this whole operation is uh misty she's this uh elderly wood elf uh and she's very flowy she's got these like long uh thick sleeves that hang down super far and she's got this big like gray coat that she wears over her like super colorful outfit underneath and she looks over at you and she goes Oh, Sheriff, welcome to the Hard Garden. Is there anything I can get you? Misty! Anchorage! Uh, can I get, um, an ounce of the usual? Ounce of the good stuff? And, have you seen Eris around? Eris? No, surprisingly I would have expected Eris here by now, but maybe he's still got some of the stuff I sold him last time. <laughs> Fair enough. Is Eris been missing long? You might check Bellamy's. I'll do that. Uh, come with me one moment. I got a moment. Uh, and she's gonna, she disappears like behind her counter, behind this like little curtain. You gonna follow? Absolutely. You follow her back into this like giant garden area. This is where she grows many of her plants. I have been hearing whispers from certain of my trees of danger coming. Something coming to claim rare specimens and maybe my plants themselves. And she leads you over and it's this like little plant there's these vines and she like picks one of one of them up and she puts it in the ground she's i've just finished developing this it's really one of a kind fast growing vines just add water pours a little water on it and the vine shoots like straight up like a rope i think someone's coming to take my genius invention sheriff and i'm willing to pay very handsomely for any reward on the information of any reward oh god i am with sorry i've been smoking so much of my own stuff (laughs) (laughs) when you start to reach my age it really just i've heard that you're actually not supposed to do that get high on your own supply Oh, yeah. It's just a capitalist plan. <laughs> Don't listen to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> As I was saying, I would be willing to offer a substantial reward for any information on these would-be flora thieves. I won't allow for it, you hear, Sheriff? Yeah. These vines are my life's work. Were they to be stolen, I I would be crushed. I, I might have to... S- Stop growing other things as well. It would be terrible for the entire economy of Stumphold. While she's talking, just be so sad. Yeah, she's just like droning. While on. she's talking, I want to try to slip a few seeds. <laughs> oh, a, a few of her fast going <laughs> yeah. Okay, make me a uh, sleight of hand check. I mean, they could come in handy. I'm the sheriff. She if anybody should be though. using these seeds, it, it should, should be, be me. Right, here, I'll do a perception check. Twenty-one. Oh well, that's yeah. She yeah. she has no idea. Uh, you just how many how many are you taking? Uh, three. Three. Okay. 
You just slip three seats, and there's like twenty, so three won't even be missed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You just kind of slide them in your pocket, and then she's like just finishing up, and she turns back. Thank you. You've taken a weight off my mind, Sheriff. Oh, now I shall go take the weight off my mind a little more. And she like steps back, and she like goes into uh, this little corner of her garden, and then you see just little puffs of smoke. <laughs> With that, we're going to cut to Tomund Jerry. Okay. Tomund, will you please describe so, your character for us? All right. So I'm currently in a suit of of armor, and it's made of majesteel. So it's a slightly slightly light blue metal material, although this one's quite worn. It's seen a lot of wear in the short time I've had it in Kattegat. On each of my limbs um, and along my torso, there are metal bands that are inscribed with runes that are growing glowing um faintly blue on top of them and then those make their way all the way up my body and then they connect onto my head which is kind of like a fishbowl you know Mm -hmm. so full glass coverage but a little more metal reinforcement in the back of course but those runes continue all the way up there but then the inside of the fishbowl you can't actually see my face. It's blocked out by just a whirlwind of hot box the suit. Hot box the suit. <laughs> I mean, if you had like a Mysterio suit, you're telling me that's not the Dude, first thing you that do. That is the absolute first thing. Absolutely the first thing I do. <laughs> you're telling me Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't hot. Yo, oh, absolutely. Oh, Dude. you're so yeah. No, you're so right. He was. He was. <laughs> Tommond, you're on a beautiful grassy hill, on the slim side of the wall. You look up at it. It's always been a sort of protective symbol when you used to be on the broad side of it but now that it circles you and you're looking at the slim side it feels a lot more threatening maybe even evil you look across over the wall and you can see the giant trees of the sky haven rising like mountains into the clouds you reminisce shortly about your time spent there. Ah! Ah! Reminiscence. Spending time in the Kattegat can make you miss anywhere. This place is pretty be- brutal. And, well, maybe the Sky Havens weren't the perfect suit for you. At least you didn't have monsters attacking you every other day. But, you know, that's I the place guess. you... <laughs> <laughs> that's the price you pay for research. And knowledge, which is what you're here for and what your patron sent you here for. Mm-hmm. And you're on the clock right now. You take a moment to look at these those small group of fae fluttering by on butterfly-like wings until you spot your quarry. A small school of fire mites, a fire elemental-based fae that flutter around and act as sort of pollinators for um, the Kattegat. But when they swarm together, they have known to be able to produce heat hot enough to incinerate a person. Mm. Um, there is a smaller school of them floating about on the breeze above. And you've been observing them and taking notes on them for a while. Just watching their difference, the differences in their flight patterns and heat. Um, they're an interesting quarry, but... They're not really what you're here for. You take a few moments to take some notes on the different behaviors. But no, it's time to go see your space lizard. (laughs) 
My space lizard? A creature that fell out of the sky not too long ago is about a cat-sized lizard that moves unnaturally slow. We're talking like it has moved about five feet total since it landed about ten days ago. But by your calculations, it's getting faster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This exciting work is what keeps you riveted to your job. You notice that your the path you've taken here has actually led you quite close to your really slow space lizard. If you want to swing by and check on him, I do. See if he's made any progress. I need to, I need to check on him. You know, by your calculations and his steady increase in speed. He, you're thinking he could be going one mile an hour by the end. Take of me to the lizard. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop fucking around. I'm taking you to the lizard. Uh, all right, Tom and you plow through this landscape. It gets a little tough in the path to the lizard, but it's good that the path to get there is filled with thorns and vines and shit. Because, you know, the lizard's pretty easy pickings. That thing's slow as hell. What's it going to do? So, you know, you push through the vines and you get to where the lizard's supposed to be and he's gone. He's not there. He was getting faster. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you think at first, but then you're like, by your calculations, there's no way he could have sped up this quickly. Something has to be wrong. Hmm. Do you want to make an investigation check, Tomond? Yes, I would like to do that. It is an eight. Oh, that's not super good. Hold on. Plus one. That is a nine. A nine. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, and you rush over. <laughs> no, my slow lizard. He ran away. <laughs> and you like pound your fist on the ground in frustration. And as you do, you pound it into divot in the ground a divot as if made by a heavily laden wagon and you look around a little closer and you see some footprints you're not sure of what kind but they look humanoid-ish he evolved to be bipedal and then built a wagon (laughs) (laughs) he's moving really fast now (laughs) and I mean by your current line of thinking, I guess you would also think that he split into maybe many. It, it's hard to tell how many from these footprints, and since you roll a nine, but it looks like a lot. That or... Actually, no, never mind. <laughs> we'll let you get there on your own. No, okay, okay. <laughs> What's the surrounding environment look like? Um, so the surrounding environment, it's these, like, rolling grassy hills sprouting up with these, like, uh, about, like, small boulder-sized, um, clusters of manamite, which is this, um, crystal that grows in, like, highly magical areas. And depending on the color, it just, like, tells you what kind of magic is there. And these are, like, a nice light blue. And then growing all around them are these thorny trees with these very thick stumps and heavy roots with thorns even going along down the roots into the ground. Um, And they grow very thick in this area. 
Um, do you want to make me a perception check to look at anything more specific? <laughs> Is there any fruit on the vines? No. <laughs> what if I get a nat 20? <laughs> there still won't be fruit on the vines. Actually, fuck it. Okay, roll. <laughs> Shit. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> You're, oh my god. <gasps> the ladies and gentlemen, and others, booyah. Oh, well, that's certainly the first natural 20 we've gotten. Good lord. Okay, well, Tommond. And now there is fruit. Uh, there, There is a fruit. A fruit has <laughs> fallen. Fruit. Like, uh, it looks like a coconut, actually. <laughs> has fallen oh, and speared itself on one of the thorns on these uh, thorny trees. Looks like maybe the coconut was dropped by a bird of some kind when it was flying over and it fell and it just stuck onto one of these thorns. But there is a fruit there. And you found it. I'm going to get it. Uh, also, in addition to finding that fruit, you take it off and you look. Right where you took the fruit from, there's this like hole in the uh, shrubbery and these branches where the stuff has been smashed and cut away. And the uh, carriage marks lead off that way. This seems uninfo- unimportant. I found it. It fruit. does seem pretty unimportant. But I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a look anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is where my lizard goes. Okay, there's there was a lot of footprints. Wow. A lot. You want following it on your own seems like a, a dangerous idea. I'm not. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you. But. So I should there probably... is a new protector in town. Uh, a paladin sent to help the people here. Okay. And this, uh, a disappearing really slow lizard. I'll give him a shot. <laughs> that sounds like his job description. I'll give him a shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you'll give him a shot. <laughs> I mean, a crime has been committed. That's true. Slow lizard is not here. Okay. Now, is this just a regular coconut? Yeah. Really? Can I roll a perception check on it? Sure. Okay. That's a six. It's just a regular coconut. Okay. I'll store it for later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and are you going to find the sheriff? Yeah, I am. Okay. You, you head down towards Stumphold. You make the trek from uh, this area. You live... a. A couple miles outside of Stumphold in your own little own little space, your own little crib. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the way to Stumphold pretty easily. You have to go there for supplies all the time. Yeah. Um, and you walk up and you get to the hill that you know signifies the entrance to Stumphold with the clearing of trees just behind it. Um, you look very closely and you can see the small door in the hill that you know is there. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I should have taken that from Austin. (laughs) How should I know if it was the right door? (laughs) You just said I know it's there. (laughs) I, uh, you, (laughs) I guess that's true. You, you open the door. Like this could be someone's house. It is kind of someone's house, but it's also the Hill Inn, which is the entrance into Stumphold. It's this cute, brightly lit little tavern concealed inside the little grassy hill that you just stepped inside. Um, It's all run by the uh, Goggins family, who is a family of halflings who are very numerous and very loud. 
Um, and their matriarch uh, runs this little establishment here, uh, Gilda Goggins, which you don't see her here right now. It's it's kind of early, so there's not much traffic in the tavern, so she's probably dealing with more important stuff. Uh, you see um, uh, Gilfer Goggins uh, sweeping up a little bit. Oh, well, uh, hello, uh, Tommond, is it? You're here early. Starting drinking already, or just passing through? Oh no, I'm actually looking for the new uh, sheriff in town. Oh, Anchorage. Yes, he's seems like a capable fellow. Yeah, come, just pass on through. Uh, come back if you need anything. Good, good senior. Have you seen him about? I know. I've been working here all morning. You know, Gilda. She doesn't like to see you slacking off. <laughs> she caught me just. You know, wandering around, talking to the sheriff, or just wasting time not sweeping, talking to you. He kind of, like, starts sweeping again. (laughs) (laughs) So what, do I leave? Was this not the right door? No, just just go through. (laughs) Just keep going. Okay. Just keep going. Just keep going. I keep going. You keep going. You walk through the back of the tavern, and you open the back door, which opens into Stumphold. The bustling sounds of this little town greet you. It's peaceful. It's cute. Lots of beast folk are milling about right now. They're trading their wares. Uh, but you're not here for any of that. You look around for the sheriff and you kind of see him stumble out of the hard garden. <laughs> Looking all stoned with his red eyes. Kind of like rubbing him a little bit. Like a big cloud of smoke exits behind him as he opens the door. There he is. That's the guy I need to help me out here. With that being said, Eris, are you ready to intro your character here? Yes, I can go ahead and throw Eris into Oh Yeah, would you go ahead and describe your character for us here? Eris is going to be the tallest of the bunch, sitting at around 6162. Oh, way taller than Tommond, who's only 5'10". But more in a... I'm not even listening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Not comprehending. No. Yeah, I'm actually shorter than Tommen. Yeah. I'm listening now. (laughs) Yeah, now he's listening. (laughs) Around um, that tall, however much you want to imagine. Yeah, don't don't, don't say anything about the height. With long, white, braided hair that trails all the way down to about my hip. My skin is of a greenish, light, teal hue. um, All over, disregarding a few darker marks that resemble freckles, but a bit more designed than that. As if they're intentionally put there. Maybe a tattoo, but it almost looks natural. And then my ears are pointed, of course, as I am half-elf. And then piercings run all along the ears. Any particular ones? Just rings. Just rings. Very heavy-looking rings that, cool. get, that start out very large at the lobe and then go smaller as you cruise up the ear. Cruise up the ear. I am a druid as well as what can... Mostly be determined by a number of potions left around my belt, as well as long flowing robes, mostly made of velvet, very expensive looking. Very classy. Very expensive looking, but intertwined also with natural fabrics, like leaves sewn into the fabric as well. 
Um, and then my feet are adorned only by a thick leather wrapping around my ankle down to my foot, but my toes are exposed. I seem to like to be touching the earth <laughs> at all times. And then finally strung over my waist and over my back is a long spear. It's got a more technical term. What would you call it? Oh, like a quarter staff kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, quarter staff. That's what I was thinking. Super cool. Quarter Super staff. Cool. And um, that's about it. And, that's and about it. just to let the people know, yes. they're all level four. I yes, don't know we if are any all of them fair. said that. Yeah. Um, but we got we got an interesting yeah. spread here. I'm really excited to see how this party works. But Eris, <laughs> you are just doing one of your pastimes in the little village of Stumphold, where there's really not a lot to do. A lot to do, and that's going uh, through Bellamy's treasure trove. Mm. Bellamy is one of your better friends in the town. He's this little demi-fay who takes the form of a small groundhog. And he wears this little green vest everywhere. And he runs this little place with his wife, whose name is... Oh, I don't want to get it wrong. I think it's Deandra, though. (laughs) Yeah, he... So Bellamy and Deandra, they run this little place together. Uh, Deandra also takes the form of a groundhog, but she's got a slightly darker coat and she's got a little white spot on her nose and she uh, wears a little purple vest. Um, You're just looking around. Bellamy's, it's less of a store and more of a collection. He's a proprietor and trader of interesting things that you could probably only find in the Kattegat. He's got all sorts of strange magic items you are just sorting through them all. Really, there's some really good stuff in here. You just got to be able to find it and then be able to convince Bellamy to part with it, the stingy old bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff you're looking through, he's got here. Whew. Seems like he's restocked. I'm not sure where he got all this stuff, but there's some new stuff that looks pretty, pretty potent. There's a strange black cloak that's hanging in the display now that you haven't seen there before uh there's a little collection of feather-like tokens along with a little tree in the middle of them uh there's this new wand that is scary looking black wood with all these gnarled little lumps on it looks like it was never used for anything positive (laughs) (laughs) definitely some dark magic used with that thing um and there's a new staff as well um but you look around to see if bellamy's there uh you can walk up to the counter uh where he usually is and there's a little bell there that you can ring for to try and get his attention uh do you want to try and get his attention can I look at the things? Uh, they're in like a glass display case okay. right now. Because these are the kind of nice things. Mm-hmm. They, he's got Locked these away. boxes full of just like trinkets and goods like all over the floor stacked up super high. That you could you could look through those. He doesn't really mind that much. Um, but it's at your own risk. 
Um, there have been some uh, situations where people were digging through them and accidentally broke like an old vase that had a genie in it. Oh my! God. Came out and wreaked havoc for a little while. But you know, I don't feel like dealing with the genie. Right and you, now. that probably won't happen. Hey, can you come help? I'm gonna ring the bell. <laughs> you go ring the bell. Yeah. Ding ding ding. Hey, every symbol walker, my favorite customer. Bellamy comes strutting out with his little one-foot-tall body, kind of stumpy with his little legs and his vest. Comes strolling out real slow, walking on his hind legs, of course, because he's classy that way. He doesn't want to get his paws dirty. He's kind of rubbing his paws together right now, and he looks up at you and he goes, Eris, Eris, what can I do for you today? And he scurries up on top of the counter and plops himself back there, and he leans up on a stack of books. What can I do for you, Eris? All right, Bellamy, I need to take a look at some things over here. Oh, yeah, you see what I just got in today. Aren't I, those beautiful? I am I am looking at them, so I need just a bit of your time. Oh, you, I, I always got time for you. And he pops down off the counter, and he waddles over to the display case, and he jumps up unnaturally high, and he flicks the little lock, and it opens, and the glass display case doors swing open. Anything in particular you want to look at? I would love a look at the cloak specifically, and then also the quarterstaff that you have. Oh, 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 yeah, I bet you would like to see those, huh? This, this is an authentic cloak of the bat, you hear me? You put this thing on, you attune to it, you're gonna feel just like one of those hairy little wing motherfuckers. Flying around, sonar, getting, getting bugs all in your mouth. This is, this is the shit I'm telling you, Eris, this is exactly what you want. Any sort of burglary reaction? Uh, if not saying that you would do that, mm-hmm. if you needed to rob a place and be super stealthy, flying through the top story window, exit with all the money, nobody ever know you're there. You steal any magic items? Well, you can, you can bring them by good old Bellamy's. How about that? Huh? Mm-hmm. But you know, you, you you get what I'm saying. Top of the line, you hear me? Top of the line. You got anything to trade for it? Let's see that quarter staff. You want to see? I, of course, you want to see the quarter staff. Why? Give me the goods. I know this. This is what I like to. You call. know I'm sneaky already. Hey, yeah. Oh, I can hey, get a job done. Yeah, yeah, you ain't know nothing about me. I'm, I'm Bellamy, the the wonder gopher, huh? <laughs> Whatever. And he like reaches up and he grabs the staff, and it's like way bigger than him. And he like topples back with it a little bit, and he like pushes it upwards. It's like. Put together, it's like one long uh, tree that has just been shrunken down into like staff size and then had the lower branches like broken off. But the top still like sprouts up into this like little canopy like thing of trees. Uh, and he uh, swings it around a little bit. Oh, hi, hey, <laughs> this is the staff of the woodlands right here. This beauty. Stab it into the ground, you say the right words, turn into a giant tree, tall as you like, going, 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 gone. That's, that's something that's handy. Not only that, you really want, you can use it to talk to the beast folk that maybe can't understand you normally. This, this is the good shit right here. And, and you want to see the best part. He like pulls it down, and he breaks a little bit of the leaf and the branch off. Pulls out a little pipe from his pocket and he crumples it up. <laughs> he puts it in there 
And he goes, Eris, you got a light. I know you got a light, you fucking fire witch. My eyes get all wide as I realize what you're about to do. <laughs> hey, you got a light? And I go ahead yeah, you and snap, snap my fingers. You and snap a spark fingers. Shoots. Oh, that's just so damn handy. This is why I keep you around. Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that's good. That's good. That's good. This this is a top of the line woodland staff right here. Really, he'll like hand you his little pipe. Anything else you want to look at? Feel free to take a couple puffs of that. The branches they regrow. I go. Ahead. Do you hear that? They regrow. I go ahead and hit it before I say anything. It's okay. And then I and then I let go and I blow it out and I go. Okay. You've sold me. I knew I would. I knew I would. But now, Eris, I can't just go giving away something like this. This is this is valuable, you know. This is cash money. You were talking earlier like you need a burglary job. Do you need a burglary job? Oh, dude, I need a burglary job. Hun, look. Can I call you hun? Go ahead as long as I can call you hun as well. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> it's a term of endearment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> look. I I don't need nothing around here, hon. Mm-hmm. I, I got all I could ask for. Mm-hmm. Burglars just bring me these things without me even asking them to steal it. I've gone legit. Now, if you happen to rob a place and you've got some things that you need to get off your chest, you know where to bring them, huh? I do. How about you hold on to that staff for me? And then maybe I bring you something. And you'll be back for it. I'll hold I've on. I've got to a it. couple jobs lined up. Maybe I can find you some. That's bread. what I like to hear. That's yes, yes, Eris Emberwalker, pyromancer extraordinaire. You fucking psycho, you. Yeah. Don't right, you smoke all of it before I get <laughs> back. No promises. Uh, anything else I can help you with? Oh, shit! I think the sheriff's looking for you. The yeah. sheriff. Yeah, buddy. Oh. Anchorage. I forget that's him now. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's hilarious. (sighs) All right. Then I guess I gotta go talk to the sheriff. (laughs) Hey, stay out of trouble. And he'll go back into the back room. Deandra! Deandra! We gotta put the staff in the back. Eris wants it for later. Uh, And you head out. Mm Mm-hmm. The little shop there, just as you come out, you smell this, like, strong waft of thick, thick smoke as you see Anchorage stumble out of the hard car. Just thick cloud of smoke billowing out of there. And you you, you see him, you're like, oh, well, there he is. And you, Anchorage, you see. uh, Do I I see him? Yeah, you see him. Oh, okay. You, the two of you like lock eyes, and you're like, ah. Oh. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Do we have we seen each other? We see each other. Yeah, you, around? you, you guys, yeah. you guys are currently living yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, you, you've okay. just, you've just been able to reunite in the Kattegat, and okay. you're back to being able to live together, and it's all, it's all okay. great and hunky dory, okay. and you guys are super cute. Um, and I'm sure nothing will go wrong, especially <laughs> since you're a guest character and won't be here every session. So I'm, I'm sure. a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the sheriff. 
You guys are just as star-crossed as can be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go, Eris, uh, Eris. I've been looking for you. Um, just as you guys start like walking over towards each other, um, Tom and you walk up and you get like right up in the sheriff's face because you finally found him and you just like step right in between him and Eris, who you don't see, who's like just kind of walking over. And you just, like, put yourself right in the middle. Sheriff, <laughs> I need your help with something. It's important. Hey, wait, wait. Your name is Tommen, right? Yes, I'm Tommen, and, and Dude, I need I totally your help. I just had a dream about you last night. Well, not, like, about you, but, like, you were in it. Uh, well, no, well, like, you weren't, like, I mean, like, you were a big part of it, but, like, you weren't, like, the main part of Are it. Are you the only sheriff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, how can I help? <laughs> Do you think I could get any guards from the wall to help me or something? No, 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 don't don't worry about it. I got you, man. What's, what's the problem? Well, somebody stole my wizard. Dude. They stole your lizard. <laughs> we'll get them. Either that. <laughs> we'll get them. Those bastards. <laughs> Those bastards. We'll get them. Eris, you walk up into Hold this on. conversation oh. at this point. Just as you're, they stole your lizards. <laughs> we'll get them. <laughs> we'll get those bastards. <laughs> and you walk into it at that point. I'm just looking at Tom and very confused. And then looking back at... Anchorage also very confused, but I say nothing. I'm gonna stare stare them in the eye while they do that. Uh, this empty-headed, smoke-filled bowl just like fixes what you assume to be its gaze upon yeah. the two of you, and you're like, "Is it like, is it is it still there? Is it in there? <laughs> is it moving?" <laughs> um, what, what you do with Tom? And you just look at. Ahem, my lizard! <laughs> Let's go! Oh, were you, like, gesturing to go? Like, oh, I, I'm, I'm in. Okay, I'm, I just... I, 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 I mean, yeah, it is your job. Anchorage, did this you is, need something? This is a yeah, matter of uh, life or death. Yeah, would you would you come Would you come to get these lizards? Do you need me to come, for, come help you for lizards? Yeah. <laughs> just, just what kind of lizard is it? Uh, I ask. Well, it's either a very slow or a very fast lizard. <laughs> it's oh. just one lizard, not multiple lizards. Oh god, I hope it's just one. <laughs> If it's slow, if it's fast, I really hope it's slow. But if it's, if it's fast, Lizard, we'll catch him. You need to understand how fast we're talking about. He turned into a wagon. <laughs> All right, let's just go. The story is getting more and more outrageous as you're talking I've got to see what this lizard looks like. Yeah, so do I. Uh, Anchorage starts walking. <laughs> you start walking. Uh, so you guys are going to head out of the... Uh, are you following Tommen? 
Yes. Yes. Is Tom and walking away? Oh, Tom, are you leading them to the yes, lizard I'm, site? Yes, I'm, I'm leading them to the lizard Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, Tom and... Uh, <laughs> Eris, are you going with him? Yeah, I'm just going to trail behind, I mean, just like, shaking my head. With an introduction like that, how can you not like just need to know my what's curiosity going on? Yeah, your curiosity has peaked. And, you know, maybe you'll find something worth trading for that staff. Um. Okay. Maybe I can take this lizard. <laughs> Maybe you can trade the lizard. <laughs> you guys enjoying that background music? Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. That is actually all one guy. That is composer and poser for the podcast, Julian Monette. And if you're really vibing with this stuff or you just want to support him, you can find him on Spotify under Julian Monette right after you get done listening to this, of course, on Spotify. Speaking of badass things that the podcast has, our cover art that was done by friend and artist of the podcast at Crunchplant on Instagram. So you should definitely go check them out. And while you're on Instagram, maybe you should follow our official Instagram at Rolling420s Podcast on Instagram. And while you're at it, we're on Twitter as well at Rolling420s. The next episode of Rolling for Twenties will be coming out September 1st. That's Thursday, September 1st in exactly two weeks. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a great episode. Anyway, we'll let you get back to the podcast. Thank you. All right, uh, Tom, and you lead them off uh, towards where the lizard was and you lead them back into the hill in to leave Stumphold. And on your way out, uh, you see Gilda. Uh, in all of her uh, matriarchal glory, she's this kind of older halfling woman. Her red hair is grayed pretty much completely at this point. She keeps it back in a tightly pulled bun. She's got a very round, kindly face. Putting the gilf back in Gilda. Um, the gilf back in Gilda. <laughs> she uh, Damn, gilf. kind of sways up to you. And the, Damn, she gilf. She... She's keeping it real for an old woman, you know. She's kind of, she's kind of sexy. I, I whisper t- to um, to to Eris and Tom, and I say, "Oh, here comes Gilf Goddess. <laughs> here comes the Gilf Goddess, Gilda God Goggins. Goggins. I know that that's not a real god. I know. No, dude, it's a milf goddess. <laughs> no, I know that there's no more gods. You're not telling me that. <laughs> I, I won't believe it. I'm not finding another one. I thought you believed in... Wait. wait, wait what's it called? Uh, A-God? A-God. Yeah. I thought you believed in A-God. Not wait, Gilf Goddess? Wait. Not Gilf Goddess? What you, you can only choose one. What do you mean find another one? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you gotta elaborate that. You I... There are too many of them as it stands, to be honest. I'm uncomfortable with how many of these guys are watching over us. They're not doing a great job. Dude, for real. We just need the one. We don't need any of them. We don't need any of them. Oh, well. I mean, Agoth gives me some pretty cool power, so. Look around you. (laughs) Look around you. You think this place is pretty cool? Like, like, like... Oh, like the whole Kattegat, not just like this bar? Because I was going to say, like, this bar seems pretty dope. <laughs> Thank you, Anchorage. Gilda, she walks up just as you say that. I also think it's pretty dope. My family did build it from the ground up, so I would certainly hope so. Speaking of, uh, 
got a new job for you. Anchorage, if you're going out, it would be wonderful if you would deal with this. Sorry. And she's going to hand you this little uh, paper, uh, like, scroll. It looks like she just pulled off the quest board. There are lizards at stake. <laughs> Miss Gilf. Miss G- well, let me tell you, there's, there's a troll under a slight water bridge again. And someone really needs to deal with that. All of the details are provided in that scroll within. It's not a super big rush on it, but just deal with it sooner than later, please. Okay, not a big rush. Okay. We'll, we'll deal with the lizards first. Don't worry, Tommy. <laughs> you, wait, you're going to deal with a lizard first? This is a troll. It's either Listen, a, a really fast <laughs> or a really slow lizard. And we don't know which. Okay, that sounds serious. <laughs> I want to walk out the front door. <laughs> you guys walk out the front door of the little hill. In I'm just watching this happen. I'm just it's vibing. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, are Eris and Tom and are the two of you leaving after Anchorage? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I figured. Just thought I'd check. You guys also leave the hill end and exit out into the outside of Kattegat. Um, are you guys going straight for the little clearing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I just follow Tommen as soon as. Yeah, Tommen, you set off at a quick pace. There's no time to be <laughs> lost here. This lizard could be really fast and a wagon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of feet there, so he might also be a millipede. <laughs> <laughs> With wheels, also. Um, at this point, I don't know what to expect. You're just, you, that story is like... You thought you knew what was going on, kind of, but now it's like just becoming so muddled. You just lost. Um, but Tommen leads you into this area, and he opens up into the little clearing where the really slow lizard was. Um, and you see the same thing that Tommen saw earlier. It's this empty clearing um, with no slow lizard or fast lizard in sight. Um, it's trampled down in a lot of places. The grass is like bent over, and there are definitely wagon tracks leading into this um, sort of opening in the trees where they like smashed their way through to get the wagon out. Um, uh, Eris and Anchorage, the two of you can make me uh, investigation or perception checks. Dude, you weren't kidding. It really turned into a carrot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not so sure. (laughs) Thank God Eris is here. We'd never get anywhere. <laughs> what is it, investigation? Or perception, whatever you want. Obviously, you haven't lived in the Kattegat very long. These things happen. <laughs> These things happen. I mean, they kind of do. Like, that's kind of not that out of the ordinary for us. You're telling me so. You're telling me people came to steal one of these monsters? <laughs> really? That's what you believe? Uh, 18. 18? I also got 18. Damn. All right. Well, mine's plus three. Oh, so 20, 21. Okay, so an 18 and a 21. Um, Eris, you don't even, like, kneel down to, like, look at it all. You, like, do one sweep yeah, over. Yeah, you figure it. out what happened here. Mm-hmm. It looks like some sort of snatch squad rolled up on this lizard. It could be maybe as many as 20 people. 20 people. Boy, and yeah, more You said the lizard was cat size? The lizard was about cat size. Okay. Um, more concerningly, you see the footprints of uh, these things that the Slim Siders of Kattegat, the people who live within the walls actually in Kattegat, 
um, called butcher dogs, which are these creatures that are used mostly by uh, the wall guard. They're these large, uh, about bull-sized dogs that um, are able to drink the magic right out of creatures like vampires do when they get a hold of them. So they're trained to just bite down and drain all the magic out of a creature. And like it lock jaws like a pit bull. Um, those things are very dangerous and you're seeing tracks of maybe upwards of four. And this has to be a magical being, I guess, that they're retrieving. Uh, Possibly. Slow lizard magical being, yeah. something like that maybe. Yeah. I mean, just about everything in Kattegat is it's magical. magical. Okay. Um, you'd be hard pressed, pressed to find something that wasn't. Damn it, they got the dog. <laughs> Yeah, you're like a oh, fucking They're a pain butcher in the dogs. ass. You, as a mage, you hate They're butcher pain dogs. In the ass. They drain your spell slots right away. It's brutal. Um, Anchorage, you're able to get about this same message from it, not in as quite as much detail. Yeah. Maybe you didn't notice the dog. People, people there, people there took thing. took lizard, left in a large, heavily weighted, laden wagon. Like, this wagon had a lot of weight on it. Which is also strange, because it looks like a lot of the people were just walking. Interesting. I look over at Anchorage, know that he is getting the gist as, as much as I am, and then turn to Tommen. Alright, so what else do you know about this lizard? Well, do you know anything else that could be... I mean, I reckon he's not from around these parts. <laughs> you reckon the slow lizard ain't from around these parts? He's from out of town. <laughs> you can elaborate on that more. Up. Up? That's. He came uh, from up. He fell. Oh, he came from. He came from, from Stonehive. No, just up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, for. From up, from from up in the, up in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. He just. Oh, so like he fell out of a tree. That's one tall tree. <laughs> oh. I mean, there are like thousand foot trees, but. Nah, you'd not... see the trunk from here. Yeah, you'd be able to see the trunk. Anchorage, what do you say? We go after this thing. Dude, we do, but. We're that was a sh- question. Of course, we're getting my lizard. We're pretty slow. I feel like we need to figure out a way. <laughs> Although, if it's a heavily laden, okay, how heavy was this lizard? <laughs> you probably have exact measurements of the lizard. That's true. Let, let me just let me just look at my exact measurements. Yeah, you're lizard. You look at your exact measurements of the lizard. What's a normal lizard weight? Like, probably like five pounds. Yeah. Well, it's cat size. So it can maybe be like 10 pounds. He was about the same pounds. weight as like two melons and a kidney stone. So, yeah. Yeah. That's about the exact measurement. Okay. okay. I want to see. I want to like look at the width. At like what I could estimate as the dimensions of this wagon. And see if I think it would be like really slow from. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, make me an investigation check. I mean, wagons aren't particularly slow. Um, they outpace people on foot pretty, pretty easily. Unless it stopped somewhere, it's not likely you're gonna catch it. 
Can I cut in? I am a moon uh, druid. Oh. I can t- I uh, I can turn into animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I usually like to pick a crow. Sometimes my nickname is the crow. Oh shit! I I hate to be the one to break this to oh, you, candy. but you can't transform into creatures with flying speed until level nine. Damn it! Oh, I'm sorry. Damn I'm s- it. I know. I know. I know. It's the most <laughs> That's disappointing. Okay. That's for later on. Frustrating down. thing. But be what are the rules on slow lizards or fast ones? Uh, you could, if you'd seen a slower, fast lizard, you could probably turn into one of those. But I could turn into like a horse or something. You could turn into a horse. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. You you absolutely could do that. Switch in between. You could be a slower, fast lizard. <laughs> Those are the two things you can do. Yeah. You, you're it's a druid, and you can. Just it's green light, yellow light. There's no red light. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then I'm gonna go ahead and turn into like a horse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you like kind of drop down onto all fours without a further word, and you. It's an all white horse. Your hands and feet start to transform into hooves and you grow in size and you (laughs) flick your mane and your tail and you're a fully white stallion just ready to go Mm -hmm. fast as hell too. Mm -hmm. Uh, And big enough for the two of you to ride if you're both hopping on. Let's go. All right, let's go. I'll just get on your friend here. Don't so make it weird, dude. Yeah, <laughs> the horse turns and looks at it. Don't make, don't it, make weird. it weird. Hey, dude. I, I didn't say it was weird. Something similar <laughs> happened to my lizard, okay? <laughs> he just turned into a wagon. <laughs> really sad on that. Sorry, one. I can't turn into a wagon. <laughs> okay. All right, are you guys getting on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh,. Is that okay? Can I? Yeah. Okay, I consent. <laughs> so, Eris, what kind of what kind of pace are you taking this at? I'm taking a harsh pace. Hard, we like are full going gallop. After this. Um, yeah. it's pretty easy because the path was super cleared by the carriage coming through, so you make really quick time of it. You're just blazing through the woods at a remarkable speed along this path. Um, you you're at this path for probably about 30 minutes. Um, when you start to hear voices in the distance. I abruptly slow down. You abruptly slow down. You and How abruptly? <laughs> you're not going to fly off, but you have to like grab on. Do we, do we have to make deck saves? No deck saves. No deck saves. Um, as much, you guys are really trying to get yourself killed here. You're <laughs> flying. Um, I buck you off. <laughs> um, uh, you kind of slow down to a slow slow pace and uh the non-animal creatures there uh anchorage and tomond the two of you start to hear the voices now um they're not attempted to be hushed at all it sounds like a large crowd of people talking from not too far in the distance maybe over the next hill or so or through some of the thicker trees you can't quite see anything yet I want to I want to do I want to I want to do thieves can't to Tommond and say um like do you know thieves can't Do you know thieves can't Tommond? No, I do not. No, he doesn't. He What is that? Uh, so 
Anchorage like flashes what look like gang signs at you, <laughs> and you just have absolutely no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna tap on Eris's neck and then or no, did you did you turn back into a human? No. Did you guys get off? Yeah. yeah. Oh, are you gonna? Yeah. Okay, so the two of you like climb off now, and Eris, you drop back down into yeah. your human form. And I want to say, I want to say, uh, in Thieves' camp, um, I'm gonna go around left. Do you uh, want to go around right, and I'll take Tommen with me? I sign yes. Okay. And then keep, uh, just keep on going. I move towards the direction and just leave them. To okay, so you're left. going off towards the right to kind of like circle yes. around. Uh, I I kneel down a little bit, um, trying to not be okay. just walking fully straight up into the. Trees. Okay, yeah. cool. And then uh, Anchorage and Tom and the two of you are going left. Yeah, well, I I go over and I wh- I whisper all of this to to Tom and. Okay. I listen this time. <laughs> Good for you. That's really helpful. Um, that really just streamlines this process. I appreciate that, Tom. That's really cool of you. Um, okay, so the, you guys split the party naturally, especially since you like, only have three members. Um, and, uh, I need stealth checks from all three of you. 20. 20. 18. 18. Man, I'm so glad that mattered. I got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, so, uh, Eris and Anchorage... The two of you are very used to crime. You're used to being sneaky. You just kind of <laughs> drop and meld in with nature and the shadows, <laughs> just completely effortlessly. And then <laughs> behind you, Anchorage is just clang, 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 clang. Uh, fucking Tommond in his metal suit. And there's just like the stench oh of the herb God. he's smoking. <laughs> it's just like. He's just like, oh god, this is this is not great. But anyway, you press on. The two of you split. I'm up. so glad I'm alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Anchorage and Tommond, the two of you uh, crest over this hillside, and in this sort of like gully, this little like bowl-shaped uh, valley sort of thing, there's uh, like a full military camp just set up there. There's three large black tents. All flying this banner that you have not really seen around. You you've seen it once or twice, but nothing like this. It's this crow with its wings impaled into a tree, um, and it's just in full red and black. That's the only colors on the flag, and it's just flying above all three tents. And you see there are these carriages just coming and going from uh, within the camp and then down along this uh, mountain pass that leads deeper into the Katagat. Did I tell you about the dogs or did you notice the dogs at all? Anchorage? Uh, I will say Anchorage noticed the dogs as well. And uh, Anchorage, you will especially notice the butcher dogs now. Mm -hmm. Every single one of the carriages are being pulled by four butcher dogs. You have no idea where this army got the stock of them it, they must have been breeding them or stealing them from somewhere and then that brings you to the soldiers there's a lot of them not like a lot by normal army standards but 
to organize this many people in Kattegat is strangely unheard of. Strangely unheard of. This is this is definitely weird. Um, do you want to try maybe get a closer look? Maybe roll me a history check on that flag. Do you want to? Can I roll a history check on that? Flag? Yeah, absolutely. Could I give advantage? <laughs> How? You have to be sneaky. We're whispering back and forth. Okay, okay, sure. You can have it. You take the help action. I'll give it to you. 19. 19. God damn it. Uh, I shouldn't have given you, given you that advantage. <laughs> um, you have seen those banners before. They belonged to uh, the king of Kattegat. Uh, a barbarian uh, by the name of... Oh, Balls. What's his name? Oh. Uh, Balzac. Um, <laughs> that way, so he's the barbarian king of Balzac. Barbarian uh, He um, was able to rally a lot of the fae and the humans of Kattegat together since he was half fae and half human. Um, and he was a very well-known warrior, this Balzac. <laughs> um, and he was respected by all and the, and feared by most. Uh, and he was able to kind of establish himself as a sort of uh, de facto leader of Kattegat, sort of speaking on behalf of the people of Kattegat for um, uh, up against like the more oppressive powers, keeping the people in Kattegat and, you know, manning the walls and stuff. He was kind of the face and it, gave a little bit more credibility to the people of Kattegat since they had like one ruler and since it was this really powerful warrior that a lot of people were pretty scared of this Balzac the Barbarian um but before Balzac uh even finished his castle um a couple years ago he died right before his castle castle was finished um and his castle was being built near the center of Kattegat and it was supposed to like reinvigorate people living in Kattegat but then he died and you kind of thought that the uh, uh, empire would have just died out with him and you kind of thought it did you hadn't heard anything from it in a while so seeing these banners flying again is definitely weird um you know that uh, he did have a son named Goth and a wife named Agatha, um, who, as far as you know, neither of them are dead. But neither of them really seemed like much of the ruling type. You think that when Balzac died, his son was probably like 14. And he's probably just like 16 now. So still just be very, like a boy. A boy, basically. And his wife was never like a warrior or a magician or anything. She was just a common woman that he fell in love with. Aww. Aww. Tom. Balzac. Huge idea. We're gonna go in there. Do you have Do you have any of the stuff you've been growing on you? Let me check my inventory. It would appear that the most useful item I have on me at the moment is a coconut. <laughs> Easy to and, and you cannot have that. I don't want it. I just need to use it. <laughs> Dude, come on. If you can make a plan out of the coconut, okay. you at least got to see where it's I'll going. I'll see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I want to hide all of my weapons and my Agoth symbol um, under some shrubs at the edge. Okay. Uh, make me a survival check. Just see how well you hide these. Uh, that's a 24. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What's the next step in this plan? You hide your stuff. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to walk in. We're going to try. We're going to, if we get stopped, we're going to say that we're trying to bring a sample of our wares. We're trying to provide the whole army coconuts. (laughs) (laughs) And, but ideally we won't get stopped because. I will not be doing this. (laughs) And then we'll figure out where the lizard is. Because it's in here. That's true. Okay, the lizard is here. Okay, while you guys contemplate that and remember how to speak directly into your mics, Mm -hmm. um, we're going to cut over to Eris really quickly. Um, So, Eris, you went the other way, and you end up cutting way closer into this gully. Mm. By the time you, it comes into sight, you are right on the edge of it. Um, Luckily, you're stealthy enough and no one has seen you, but you get a pretty good look at the operation going on here. You can only kind of see the side of one of the, one of the large tents and you can see the flag flying up there. Um, and you see uh, these carriages that are coming in and out. They are filled with cages. Each one filled with a magical creature from Griffin to Gillywoog. You even see uh, a strange like three-headed turtle that you've never seen each one unique and in a separate little cage you see no repeat magical creatures at all just but hundreds so many you didn't even know there were this many kinds of magical creatures in Kattegat and they're just being shipped off in these cages on these carriages um you see carriages coming in with these cages and then carriages leaving down that road with cages. Each cart pulled by these butcher dogs. No lizard? Uh, you can make a perception check. Fourteen. No lizard. <laughs> you, you look around for it, but there's so many. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, you don't have a good vantage point. You're just kind of hiding behind a bush. You can't really see all this too well. Um, there's a lot of soldiers milling about those places. It's but it's bussing. It's going. It's it's popping off right now. There's a lot of people here. Interesting. Um, anything you want to do here, Harris? You don't see Tommond or Anchorage. You don't see Tommond or Anchorage. I want to see if I can find a lizard. You want to Although... go into the camp? I. I can't get any closer. You could. You could. Okay. You could, but you can't get any closer without entering the camp. Okay. So you'll be like fully in enemy territory. Okay. Not not necessarily enemy territory, but like mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, like you just entered a zone where everybody's going to be hostile if they catch you. Could I turn into one of the dogs? Oh, turn into a butcher dog? Yes. So Technically, they are not beasts. They okay. are more of like horrors. Okay. But you could turn into like a, uh, a like a little a little cat or something, or like mm. a little rabbit, something that wouldn't be out of place around here. I'll turn into um, 
turn into a spider. A spider. Oh, nice. Um, you hunch down. Watch me get squashed. Yeah, you just get stepped on <laughs> and yes. die. Uh, what? Well, you just hunker down in the bush and shrink, shrink, shrink down into your spider form. What does your spider form look like? Um, kind of. Let's see. Hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, I'm just, it's like spidery. It's like know, eight spider, legs. Uh, yeah. Fuck, it's a spider, dude. <laughs> you want me to say? <laughs> it's just an all black, all black spider. All black spider, very, very dark elf of you. Yes. Are you a dark elf? You're half elf. Just half elf. Right. I okay. have not decided which kind. Okay, that's fine. Shh, yeah. Don't tell the people. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they don't know, it's fine. Stop, stop. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay, you turn into this creepy, crawly, all-black spider, and you skitter into the camp. Um, you're surrounded by noise, people talking, mm-hmm. the smells of cooking food, um, the stenches of hundreds of magical creatures being locked in little cages oh with nowhere to shit and piss. Oh, my God. And a lot of them, now that you're getting closer there, they look injured. You can see butcher dog bite marks on most of them. This is heartbreaking. Um, you, it, it is, it's hard to look at. You, mm-hmm. like, pass by this cage with this, like, this long cage that's about, like, two feet high with a unicorn, like, pressed down, laying down in it. Just, like, bleeding from a large bite wound on its leg. You're like, this is, this is a little... This is a little strange. You're really not sure what's going on here. And you see this huge figure come out of the middle tent. And he's this giant of a man with this like huge black beard that he's got parted and braided. Um, And he comes like stomping up into the middle of the camp. And he's got these two huge hammers on either side. And he's got like kind of like a wolf's tail pulled back with his like big bald spot in the middle, um, and all these crooked sharp teeth, and his body is covered, covered in these like foliage tattoos, all mo- most of them like colored. These flowers just popping up everywhere and vines all over his body, and he's looking around all all in a huff, and he like stomps off towards this carriage that you see limping in to this encampment uh let me get the exact details on this so i don't get it wrong for you um so this carriage it uh, limps into camp um it is clearly suffered through some sort of an assault that it really wasn't ready for the body of the carriage is uh taken like serious beatings um the wood is reinforced with these like iron bars some of them have just been like ripped and bent um uh it the crew it there's like three guys left and you've seen most of these other carriage crews have had like eight to ten um and it's pulled in by just one butcher dog and there's another one still hooked in that it's just like dragging its corpse along still hooked into like the reins but it's like completely motionless and this massive man like walks up to him you can hear him yelling something at the people like oh what the fuck happened or something like that and then he sends the carriage off for repairs and the three guys they like walk towards one of the tents the tent to the far right and they just look 
they look like they've seen something and they, they just wordlessly to everyone else you see people like like oh what happened what happened three of them they don't say anything they just go straight for that tent um and then you see some people they like cut the dead butcher dog free and the other one's like super injured and they have some like healers start to like stitch up the wounds or whatever anything else you want to look at around this camp i kind of want to find anchorage and Thomas. Okay, make yeah. me a perception check. Oh, oh God. Seven. Seven? Seven. <laughs> I mean, you're a little spider. It's hard to get mm-hmm. a good vantage. You, I like, kind of climb up sense. on one of these little posts and start weaving your little web to, like, be able to see anything, but you can't. can't see. You don't see them. Okay. Uh, we'll go ahead and cut back to these guys, then, yes. with your coconut plan. Which I'm sure couldn't possibly go wrong. <laughs> Look, Tommond, I'm going to do this with or without you. <laughs> You're not taking my coconut. <sighs> That'll actually probably be better. I could probably sneak better that way. <laughs> you stay here. <laughs> All right, you sneaking in, Anchorage? Yeah. Make me a stealth check. And where are you entering from? You want to enter like near the front where the carriages are exiting. You want to try and swing in through the back. Where I want entering. to find um, some place that's sparsely populated, like okay. where there aren't a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the tree line is closest to the main camp. You actually end up circling around a little bit towards where Eris was to start with, but then you're able to sneak in pretty easily through there. Seventeen. Rogues. Um, all right, you just crouch down and you sneak into the encampment using the cover of the tents and the shadows and just the confusion of lots of people bustling around to just move from shadow to shadow. Nobody seems to be noticing you. Uh, wh- where are you heading? There's these three tents and then there's the uh, carriages coming in and out. And you're seeing all the things that... Um, Eris saw earlier all these magical creatures yeah. locked up in cages and being taken away on these carts. I want to start by just looking in one of the tents. Okay. Uh, right, left, or middle? Um, right. Okay. Uh, so the right tent is like the one kind of on the far side. You like sneak over towards there and you pull up like the side of the canvas a little bit to peek in. Um, this looks like it's the barracks. This looks like where all the men are staying. Um, you see probably maybe a hundred bunks in here. Uh, all these soldiers dressed in these fully black armored suits, all identical, little mix of iron and leather for a like protective yet light suit of armor. Um, and it's all black with black helmets, black shields, black spears. Um, is there like a knife I could grab, like a small one? Uh, I realize I just left my stuff behind. But... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you want to like reach under and just like try and grab a knife. Yeah. Like off one of the mess tables or something. Yeah. All right, make me a sleight of hand check. 24. 24. <laughs> Rogues. Rogues. Uh, yeah, you just... <sighs> 
snatch the knife up. It's like a pretty standard carving knife. It's got some weight to it, though. You could really fuck somebody up with this. We'll just call it a dagger. Um, and you just slip it behind you, and you go back to sneaking. Uh, do you what? What now? I want to cut all four of the ropes around the barracks tent, not all the way, Ooh. but like halfway. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna need you to make me another stealth check for yeah. that because you you are that's. It's a natural one. No. No. Oh, no. And this is like the worst thing you could be caught you. doing, too. The distraction. Uh, so, Anchorage, you pop the side of the canvas closed again, and you've got your carving knife, and you go to start cutting the first one of the ropes, and you're, you're really working at it. You're really sawing with it. And you're like just about to the point where you like it, and you hear a voice from behind you. You think that cuts deep enough yet? And you turn around to see this giant of a man standing oh. behind you. His body covered in the tattoos with this big black beard in this balding spot. Perhaps you didn't hear me. I said, you think that cuts big enough yet? No, not yet. Uh, <laughs> he like reaches down to his side and he pulls one of the massive like one-handed mauls. Hey, 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 hey! I was I'm supposed to be cutting this. You're supposed to be cutting that. Yeah. Wh- may I ask me? you who told you to cut that? And he's gonna like he takes the other hammer off the other side of his belt. What's his name? Uh, Commander Commander. Uh... Oh God. Oh, Commander Henry. Is that the one? No, 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 it wasn't Commander Henry. I guess you're too clever to fall for that trap. <laughs> and thus you have learned my name. Henry. Henry the Hammer. And what is your name, little intruder? Uh, what? <laughs> what? Dude, uh, dude, Commander uh, freaking Barnaby <laughs> told me to cut this rope. I, I mean, do you... Like, do you know the names of all of your commanders? Make me a deception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, that's not too bad. Um, he's not buying it though. You're not in uniform. You're like cutting the rope with an obviously <laughs> stolen mess hall carving knife. Okay, okay, okay. Look, you, you, you got me, man. <laughs> he just like. What'd you say your name is again? You said you said it was Henry. My name is Henry. Yeah, yeah. I am one of, I would say, our king's most trusted advisors. And who would I be if I let a little intruder like you cut down our barracks? Our, that would be terrible. Our king. I I thought the king was dead. Oh, yes. Well, there's a new one. Ah, stronger than his father ever was, I'm sure. King Goth will lead us to great things. Oh, uh, Goth. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Goth is going to lead us to to really to really fabulous um 
Oh my god, what's that? I want to point <laughs> off into the distance. Roll me a deception check. <laughs> the classic, oh my god, what's that? <laughs> Never fails. That's a 19. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He, like, whips around Maul's in hand to, like, look what it is. I see nothing. And he, like, turns back and you're like, Wait, I want to cut. I want to cut. Finish cutting the rope if I can. Really oh yeah, you fast totally can. On the way you just out. cut through the rest of the. And rope. actually, I want to disappear into the barracks. Oh, you want to like just dive yeah, and under. see if I can find any uniforms to put on. Oh, okay, okay. I'll give it to you. You were able to duck like right underneath the canvas in the time when he's looking away, and you just pop inside, and you hear him roaring outside in anger. Uh, and, but you just like pop into the barracks, kind of like walking around, like nothing's wrong. Um, a few of the guards, they look at you like a little, why is this guy not in uniform? But uh, honestly, there's a few that aren't a lot of the injured are out of uniform and they're resting up in here. And you can see a few that are still like in the process of changing. There are sets of armor just laying about everywhere here. Are there any uniforms? No, like officer uniforms. No, no. Like, are there any like, um, just soldier uniforms? Oh, just like the clothing that they would be yeah. wearing under it. Even like bloody stuff. Even there is bloody stuff. I'll there tell you. I wanna. I wanna. I, wanna, All right. I mean, it's not like too bloody. Is no, it? no, no. It's it you is. can find some stuff that's not too uh, morbid. Uh, that is like a little suspicious. Do you want to try and do it like sneakily, just like sleight of hand, grab like a bloody set of? Yeah, I just want to grab it and like yeah, and okay. like dip behind something. Okay, make me a sleight of hand check. Uh, 13. 13, that's good enough. Yeah, you snag the clothes and you dip behind something and you quick change into a more appropriate outfit. Uh, Tommond, what, what are you up to right now, buddy? Well, it's been too long and I have no lizard. <laughs> so I need to sneak into the camp. That seems, seems like a really good idea. All right. Are you stealthing I'm, in? I'm going in. You're going in? Oh, great. Actually, I'm not even going to stealth. I'm going in. Okay. Um. Yeah, you just stand up and you're like, oh, fuck it. And you just stroll right in. Um. A couple of the guards, they like, oh, hey, buddy. Uh, actually, uh, what's your business here? This I'm is an official. I'm going to hold up the coconut. Do you want to be the reason that this is late to our commander's table? Get out of my way, and I'm going to keep going. <laughs> he, he's just so taken aback by, like, the aggression and, like, just without, like, any doubt that you just showed him this coconut that he just lets you through, no questions asked. He's like, oh, yeah, the commander's tent is the one in the... I know where it is! Sorry, 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 of course you do, of course you do. And he, like, looks at his buddy, he's like, stand up straight, come on. I just like, keep, go back to there guarding. I keep going in. Okay. You, you, you keep going in. Uh, are you heading to the commander's tent or are you going somewhere else? Yeah. I'll, You're heading for the commander's tent? I'll head to the commander's tent. Eris. I you see Tommen. Tommen just walking I also right witnessed past you. Anchorage. Uh, you didn't see Maybe. Anchorage. You were, but you were, saw the tent. You do see the, the t- tent doesn't collapse. Just oh, okay. part. Because he'd only cut one rope. Oh, yeah. Um, but you do see Tommond 
I'm strolling just... right. He walks like right underneath your web. You could like just drop off onto his shoulder. I'm dropping to. onto Thomas. Um, I mean, you're in a full suit of yeah, armor. You won't even feel, feel the it. spider dropping. I'm just you. hanging on. You're you just hang on to the side of his armor, nice and tight, with your spider climb. Um, uh, and yeah, Tom, you head straight for the commander's tent. Yeah, and you walk in the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look about the room is like sort of lavish and gaudy in the most like gross way. It, there's all shapes and sizes of like just animal skin rugs covering like every inch of the floor and all over his like large nest like bed of furs and pillows that just kind of like sits in the middle of the room. There's like expensive wines and food strewn all over the floor. Um, and there is um, uh, like a. Oh, and there's a wall that's just been like a wooden wall that's like set up in here that is just covered with different sizes of war hammers, all just nailed up onto this wooden board. And. And the far side of the tent is one of the iron cages that you saw on the um, on the carriages earlier. Um, this iron cage is circled by a small ring of what looks to be flowing water. Um, and the cage is hung with uh, little cloves of garlic and holy symbols of Agoth. And it's just kind of in the shadowy part of the back of the tent. Is there anything in the cage or is it just in? Um, make me a perception check. <laughs> Come on. Eight. Eight. Not that you can see, but no. it's pretty dark. No. Is there anyone in here? No one in here that you can see. There might be someone in the cage, but you can't really tell from this far. If now that we see no one's in here, I can drop down in. Into you only get two wild shapes a day. Oh, you won't true. be able to transform yep. back. Oh, that's true. But you could, you can drop shape if you want. You can also like yeah. whisper to Tom and in your spider yeah. form if yeah. you want. Be like, "Hey, I'm here. Yeah. I'm little little spider in here, Mrs. Miss Mus. Tom and it's me." The entire camp like goes silent as there's just the most. Girly shriek <laughs> echoing from the commander's tent. Anchorage, you've like just finished getting dressed and you <laughs> I I I grab a spear or something and I go to check it out. Okay, you, you go to check it out. Oh and I take my hair down. Oh, and you take your change hair change my hair. Change your look a little bit. No, that's a good idea. Uh yeah, you like Walk out of the tent and you immediately head over to the commander's tent where you heard the sound. A few other people are looking at it like weirdly, but they're also they also like are like really worried that the commander is going to be in there <laughs> and he's going to be the one that screamed like a little girl. And if they go in there and ask like, hey, who screamed like a little girl? And it's like the big, scary, muscly commander. They're going to be like in a world of hurt. So nobody else is actually going in there. Um. Tommy, you scream, and then you're like, oh, shit, I have just made such a terrible mistake. And then you hear, like, the canvas, like, flutter open, and you, like, turn around to see who's walking in. And it's uh, somebody in a full guard uniform with a spear. And then you look a little closer, and it's fucking Anchorage. <laughs> his damn his 
His plan worked, damn it. <laughs> Even without the coconut. Holy shit, how did you get in here, Tommen? I used the coconut. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's the perfect place to end. <laughs> that is so oh, fuck, dude. That is so true. I feel like that is seriously the perfect place to end episode one. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. This has been really fun. This is our first episode. Totally didn't try and do this yesterday and then have the recording go out. So there's totally not a practice episode that we're never going to release or anything like that. This was our first try. And yeah, that's right. We were this funny our first try. Um, thank you so much for listening. Before we go, just going to go around the table here. I'm Jonah. I'm your DM. And I'm telling you this story. Uh, to my right, I have one of our constants and the wonderful Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and just to remind the people what your class and level and race are. I am a Dragonborn Warlock, level three. Or level four. Level four. Um, And then our other uh, amazing member of Rolling 420s here. Uh, Anchorage, uh, a half-elf, rogue three, paladin one. And our amazing guest today. Eris Emberwalker, half-elf druid, level four. Thank you so much for playing, everybody. Uh, I'm really excited for next session. We'll see what's happening then. Somebody get me a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> no. For real? Like, we got Here. no lighter? There's no lighter. There, there has to be. How did we lose, like, every lighter just in the process of recording? Okay, thanks, guys! Bye! Bye!